The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. No matter how you look at it, it's still Wednesday. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, August 11th, 2021. Wednesday of the 19th week in Ordinary Time in the Missal, it's Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Memorial of St. Clair of Assisi. Born in 1194, she refused to marry at the age of 15. She was moved by the dynamic preaching of Francis. He became her lifelong friend and spiritual guide. At 18, Claire escaped from her father's home one night. She was met on the road by friars carrying torches, and in the poor little chapel called the Portiuncula, received a rough woolen habit, exchanged her jeweled belt for a common rope with knots in it, and sacrificed her long tresses to Francis Scissors. He placed her in a Benedictine convent, which her father and uncles immediately stormed in rage, Claire clung to the altar of the church, threw aside her veil to show her cropped hair, and she remained adamant. Sixteen days later, her sister Agnes joined her. Others came. They lived a simple life of great poverty, austerity, and common and complete seclusion from the world, according to a rule which Francis gave them as a second order. She served the sick and washed the feet of the begging nuns, She came from prayer, it was said, with her face so shining, it dazzled those about her. A well-known story about Claire concerns her prayer and trust. She had the Blessed Sacrament placed on the walls of the convent when it faced attack by invading Saracens. She said, Does it please you, O God, to deliver into the hands of these beasts the defenseless children I have nourished with your love? I beseech you, dear Lord, protect these whom I am now unable to protect. To her sisters, she said, Don't be afraid. Trust in Jesus. And the Saracens fled. Claire was ill for the last 27 years of her life. St. Claire died in 1253. St. Claire, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for the Church that she may receive from the Holy Spirit the grace and strength to reform herself in the light of the Gospel. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, My guardian angel, intercede for me. In today's Gospel, St. Matthew gives us two lessons from the mouth of our Lord, one on correcting our brethren, 
and one lesson on the power of prayer. Today I would offer us to pray about correcting our brethren, something that's not so easy to do as it sounds, and perhaps we have the feel for that. Our Lord said, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have won your brother over. If he does not listen, take one or two others with you, so that every fact may be established on the testimony of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell the church. If he refuses to listen even to the church, then treat him as you would a Gentile or a tax collector. Amen, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Well, can anyone argue with the claim that we all make mistakes, that people have faults, a claim easily that we see because we're often enough the ones who make those mistakes, who sin against others. We know this by experience. Aren't we grieved, sometimes daily? But where do we go from here? It has been often said that if our greatest need had been information, God would have sent us an educator. If our greatest need had been technology, God would have sent us a scientist. If our greatest need had been money, God would have sent us an economist. If our greatest need had been pleasure, God would have sent us an entertainer. But our greatest need was, and still is, forgiveness. So God sent us a Savior, a Savior with the Sacred Heart, courageous to correct you, to correct me, to correct all women and men. Oh, Lord, in this moment and so many moments, I want to ask you for forgiveness for myself and for all those ones you would choose to have corrected by me. Choose me as an instrument of your love. This is the key phrase you get to have me understand that. You say, if he listens to you, you will have won over your brother. Won him over. How great this is. It's not about having a victory in an argument. It's not about beating ones down and punishing them so much as a victory of love. This victory for you, for me, for our brother, for all who of us who, who do make mistakes. How easy it is to say this, but isn't it true how hard it is to live this out? Well, you and I, my brother, my sister, have the courage to make these corrections as needed. What can be my response? Well, I can hold back from correcting my sister, my brother, out of fear, out of love of comfort, and I never make the correction. I can do another thing. I can complain interiorly or exteriorly. I can murmur. I can gossip to others about it. These are two responses all too common. We can say tongue-in-cheek how much we suffer, how little we complain, <laughs> as we repress a smile or a laugh. Of course, because complaining, isn't it, one of the most common sports played out every day? But in, what is needed then instead is a correction made in a valiant way, again, that we might win our brother over. What are we to do? Oh, Lord, you know what I am to do. I am to see this 
to know that you have chosen me, if you give me the knowledge to know the faults of our, myself and of others, you give me the heart to, to love, then I ask you for more grace. Because it's hard, and I'm fearful, and I love comfort. We know that in the gospel, Lord, you had this happen with you. Out of St. Luke, he narrates, Now it came to pass, when the days had come for him to be taken up, that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem, and sent messengers before him. And they went and entered a Samaritan town to make ready for him. And they did not receive him, because his face was set for Jerusalem. But when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, would you have us bid fire come down from heaven and consume them? And Lord, you rebuked them and said, Well, we will go to another town. And the Acts of the Apostles, St. Luke again narrates, Now in those days, as the number of the disciples were increasing, there arose murmuring among the Hellenists against the Hebrews that their widows were being neglected in the daily administration. Apparently a lot of murmuring and complaining was going on before the word got to the apostles. Again, this is not uncommon, Lord. You know our fallen nature, how we're prone to this. And you love us too much to leave us in this state. In this prayer time, I beg of you, give us, give me and all those I know the grace that we continue to struggle to win the crown of heaven. Give us today more grace to win the crown of courage in correction, the courage to overcome, the courage to love enough to overcome the fear of human reaction, that the one at fault would manifest the fear of the uncomfortableness of the situation, of complicating other people's lives. Someone was explaining the other day that the three most difficult things to say are, first, I'm sorry. Second, I was wrong. Third, Worcestershire, Worcestershire, Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> well, in all serious, perhaps the third thing that's most difficult to say is, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. And it goes without saying that I love you too much not to say what I'm about to say. To correct another, this is difficult. How do I go about this? I really do want to pray, firstly, and thus it's something that clearly must be done immediately without a lot of thought or prayer. But I ask for a humble attitude to pray. Secondly, I want to look into myself, Lord. Give me the grace to see, do I really need to work on this also? Thirdly, even if I do need to work on this, I realize this, and I need to correct the others as I correct myself. Lord, give me a supernatural outlook. And fourthly, I, I want to do this quietly, face to face, clearly, without joking, without shaming, with the utmost tact. And I give them time to struggle on the point. And lastly, I need to go back to prayer, to pray for the person and for myself. That purely human outlook, reaction, not overcome me. That the grace you give me will be a supernatural reaction to win over my brother for you, Lord. Jesus, you win over me. St. Josemaria says, Why don't you make up your mind to make that fraternal correction? Receiving one hurts, because it's hard to humble oneself, at least to begin with. 
But making a fraternal correction is always hard. Everyone knows this. Making fraternal corrections is the best way to help, after prayer and good example. Wow, isn't that true? But isn't this a supernatural life? I must trust, Lord, that I won't lose my friends if I correct them. I won't lose my relatives, my colleagues, if, Lord, you help me. And I need that help. A lady, Deborah Grayson Regal, a professional speaker as well as a communication and presentation skills coach who has taught for Wharton Business School, Columbia Business School, and Duke, says, In my coaching work with leaders and teams, I often ask my clients whether they engage in workplace gossip. More often than not, they respond, Of course not, with a look on their faces that indicate that they were insulted to have been asked such a question. But when I ask them whether they have ever participated in a confirmation expedition, whereby they, they ask a colleague to confirm their own negative or challenging experience with a third colleague who is not present, or welcome a similar line of confirmation inquiry from another colleague about a third colleague who is not present, most admit that this is, in fact, a regular part of their daily work life. And while leaders and teams might consider this behavior to be innocent, blowing off steam, venting, or the more strategic confirming performance data, I consider it a form of workplace gossip. It assumes a lot of steps that are missing here. Supernatural outlook, humility, patience, tact, wanting to win over our brother. Found in the clothing of a dead child at Ravensbrück concentration camp in Germany during World War II. O oh Lord, remember not only the men and women of good will, but also those of ill will. But do not remember all the suffering they have inflicted upon us. Remember instead the fruits we have borne because of this suffering, our fellowship, our loyalty to one another, our humility, our courage, our generosity the greatness of heart that has grown from this trouble. When our persecutors come to be judged by you, let all of these fruits that we have borne be their forgiveness. Beautiful. Lord, give me a forgiving heart, an atoning heart, and perhaps when this is all put together, I can call it a heart courageous to correct. Mary, you are a mother, and what do mothers do? Why, they correct their children out of love, out of wanting them to be perfect, good, and holy. Intercede for me, Mary, that I may understand to take well the corrections I receive and have the courageous heart to correct others, to win them for your Son, Jesus. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 18 past the hour. We'll pray next. This is Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's the Memorial of St. Clair. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org. 
in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, They shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in the Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. Through all ages, my mouth will proclaim your truth. Of this I am sure, that your love lasts forever that your truth is firmly established as the heavens. With my chosen one, I have made a covenant. I have sworn to David my servant. I will establish your dynasty forever and set up your throne through all ages. The heavens proclaim your wonders, O Lord. The assembly of your holy ones proclaims your truth. For who in the skies can compare with the Lord? 
or who is like the Lord among the sons of God? A God to be feared in the counsel of the holy ones, great and dreadful to all around him. O Lord God of hosts, who is your equal? You are mighty, O Lord, and truth is your garment. It is you who rule the sea in its pride. It is you who still the surging of its waves. You crushed the monster Rahab and killed it, scattering your foes with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours, the world is yours. It is you who founded the earth and all it holds. It is you who created the north and the south. Tabor and Hermon shout with joy at your name. Yours is a mighty arm, O Lord. Your hand is strong, your right hand ready. Justice and right are the pillars of your throne. Love and truth walk in your presence. Happy the people who acclaim such a king, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face, who find their joy every day in your name, who make your justice the source of their bliss. For you, O Lord, are the glory of their strength. By your favor it is that our might is exalted. For our ruler is in the keeping of the Lord, our King in the keeping of the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. When the Son of God came into this world, he was born of David's line. When the Son of God came into this world, he was was born born of David's line. Of old you spoke in a vision. To your friends, the prophets, you said, I have set the crown on a warrior. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David my servant, and with my holy oil anointed him. My hand shall always be with him, and my arm shall make him strong. The enemy shall never outwit him, nor the evil man oppress him. I will beat down his foes before him and smite those who hate him. My truth and my love shall be with him. By my name his might shall be exalted. I will stretch out his hand to the sea, and his right hand as far as the river. He will say to me, You are my Father, my God, the rock who saves me, and I will make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. I will keep my love for him always, for him my covenant shall last. I will establish his dynasty forever, make his throne endure as the heavens. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. When the Son of God came into this world, he was was born of David's line. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his dynasty shall never fail. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his dynasty shall never fail. If his sons forsake my law, and refuse to walk as I decree, and if ever they violate my statutes, refusing to keep my commands, 
Then I will punish their offenses with the rod. Then I will scourge them on account of their guilt. But I will never take back my love. My truth will never fail. I will never violate my covenant, nor go back on the word I have spoken. Once for all, I have sworn by my holiness. I will never lie to David. His dynasty shall last forever. In my sight, his throne is like the sun. Like the moon, it shall endure forever. A faithful witness in the skies. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, you anointed your servant Jesus with holy oil and raised him higher than all kings on the earth. In this you fulfilled the promise made to David's descendants and established a lasting covenant through your firstborn son. Do not forget your holy covenant, so that we who are signed with the blood of your son through the new sacrament of faith may sing of your mercies forever. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his His dynasty shall never fail. You have shown me how to live. You will fill me with joy in your presence. A reading from the book of the prophet Micah. Thus says the Lord, In the days to come, the mount of the Lord's house shall be established higher than the mountains. It shall rise high above the hills, and people shall stream to it. Many nations shall come and say, Come, let us climb the mount of the Lord to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways, that we may walk in his paths. Far from Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between many peoples and impose terms on strong and distant nations. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. One nation shall not rise the sword again. One nation shall not raise the sword against another, nor shall they train for war again. Every man shall sit under his own vine or under his own fig tree undisturbed, for the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken. For all peoples walk each in the name of its God, but we will walk in the name of the Lord, one God, forever and ever. On that day, says the Lord, I will gather the lame, and I will assemble the outcasts, and those whom I have afflicted. I will make of the lame a remnant, and of those driven far off, a strong nation. And the Lord shall be king over them on Mount Zion, 
from now on, forever. Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He He will will teach teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. The Messiah, who is called the Christ, is coming. When he comes, he will teach us everything. He will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. A reading from a letter to Blessed Agnes of Prague by St. Clare, Virgin. Happy indeed is she who is granted a place at the divine banquet, for she may cling with her inmost heart to him whose beauty eternally awes the blessed hosts of heaven, to him whose love inspires love, whose contemplation refreshes, whose generosity satisfies, whose gentleness delights, whose memory shines sweetly as the dawn, to him whose fragrance revives the dead, and whose glorious vision will bless all citizens of that heavenly Jerusalem. For he is the splendor of eternal glory, the brightness of eternal light, and the mirror without cloud. Queen and Bride of Jesus Christ, look into that mirror daily, and study well your reflection, that you may adorn yourself, mind and body, with an enveloping garment of every virtue and thus find yourself attired in flowers and gowns befitting the daughter and most chaste bride of the King on high. In this mirror, blessed poverty, holy humility, and ineffable love are also reflected. With the grace of God, the whole mirror will be your source of contemplation. Behold, I say, the birth of this mirror. Behold his poverty, even as he was laid in the manger, and wrapped in swaddling clothes. What wondrous humility! What marvelous poverty! The King of angels, the Lord of heaven and earth, resting in a manger. Look more deeply into the mirror, and meditate on his humility, or simply on his poverty. Behold the many labors and sufferings he endured to redeem the human race. Then in the depths of this very mirror, Ponder his unspeakable love, which caused him to suffer on the wood of the cross and to endure the most shameful kind of death. The mirror himself, from his position on the cross, warned passers by to weigh carefully this act, as he said, All of you who pass by this way, behold and see if there is any sorrow like mine. Let us answer his cries and lamentations with one voice and one spirit. I will be mindful and remember, and my soul will be consumed within me. In this way, Queen of the King of Heaven, your love will burn with an ever brighter flame. Consider all his indescribable delights, his unending riches and honors, and sigh for what is beyond your love and heart's content, as you cry out, Draw me on. We will run after you in the perfume of your ointment, Heavenly Spouse. Let me run and not faint until you lead me into your wine cellar. Your left hand rests under my head. Your right arm joyfully embraces me, and you kiss me with the sweet kiss of your lips. As you rest in this state of contemplation, remember your poor mother and know that I have indelibly written your happy memory into my heart, for you are dearer to me than all the others. 
Though my flesh and my heart may fail, God is my strength and my portion forever. I count all that this world offers as worthless, that I may gain Christ and be found in Him. God is my strength and my portion forever. O God, who in your mercy led St. Clair to a love of poverty, grant, through her intercession, that, following Christ in poverty of spirit, we may merit to contemplate you one day in the heavenly kingdom. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 21 minutes before the hour, we will check today's gospel in conversation with God, and we'll pray morning prayer all in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of St. Clair. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we hear lessons on correcting our brother, on prayer, and on the authority of the church. It's from the 18th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly I say to you, Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. All of the daily Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Now, it's a fact that Jesus came to save us from our sins. He began by forgiving people face to face, and then he made it possible for that forgiveness to continue even after his ascension. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. Jesus is well aware of our weaknesses and failings. That is why he instituted the sacrament of penance. He wanted us to be able to straighten out our ways whenever necessary. Christ had the power to forgive sins, and he exercised it on a number of occasions, with the woman taken in adultery, with the good thief hanging from the cross, with the paralytic of Capernaum. He came to seek and to save the lost, just as he does now in our own day. The prophets had prepared the way and foretold this restoration of all things in Christ and the reconciliation of man with God. It is reflected in the words of Isaiah. 
Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. This was also the mission of the Baptist, who came to preach a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. How is it then that the people wince when the church preaches the need for confession? Jesus shows his mercy above all in his approach to sinners. I know the plans I have for you, plans for peace and not affliction. This was God's promise through Jeremiah. The liturgy applies these words to Jesus, for it is through him that God reveals his infinite love for us. He did not come to condemn us, to remind us of our pettiness and lack of virtue. He came to save us, to pardon us, to excuse us, to bring us peace and joy. He sought to pardon those men and women he met on the roads and in the villages of Palestine. He wants to pardon everyone who lives on the earth for the rest of time. This is why he gave the apostles and their successors the power to forgive sins down through the centuries. After Peter recognized Jesus as the Messiah, the Lord solemnly promised to give him the power to forgive sins. Shortly thereafter, we read in today's gospel, he extended this power to the rest of his apostles. Truly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. This promise was fulfilled on the day of the resurrection. Receive the Holy Spirit, said the risen Lord. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. This was Christ's first gift to his church. The sacrament of penance is a marvelous sign of the love and mercy with which God looks upon men. For though God has been offended, yet he is still our Father. And even though he has been provoked to anger, he remains fond of his children. One thing only does he seek, which is not vengeance for our offenses, but rather true repentance and the conversion of our hearts. In today's prayer, we give thanks to the Lord for this great gift of forgiveness. Now that we are in prayer before him, each one should ask the question, Are my confessions well prepared and thorough? In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen before the hour, let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Turn your ear, O Lord, and give answer, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am faithful. Save the servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I cry to you all the day long. Give joy to your servant, O Lord, For to you I lift up my soul. O Lord, you are good and forgiving, full of love to all who call. Give heed, 
O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the sound of my voice. In the day of distress, I will call and surely you will reply. Among the gods there is none like you, O Lord, nor work to compare with yours. All the nations shall come to adore you and glorify your name, O Lord. For you are great and do marvelous deeds, you who alone are God. Show me, Lord, your way so that I may walk in your truth. Guide my heart to fear your name. I will praise you, Lord my God, with all my heart and glorify your name forever. For your love to me has been great. You have saved me from the depths of the grave. The proud have risen against me. Ruthless men seek my life. To you they pay no heed. But you, God of mercy and compassion, slow to anger, O Lord, abounding in love and truth, turn and take pity on me. O give your strength to your servant and save your handmaid son. Show me a sign of your favor that my foes may see to their shame that you console me and give me your help. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. God of mercy and goodness, when Christ called out to you in torment, you heard him and gave him victory over death because of his love for you. We already know the affection you have for us. Fill us with a greater love of your name, and we will proclaim you more boldly before men and happily lead them to celebrate your glory. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Hear, you who are far off, what I have done. You who are near, acknowledge my might. On Zion, sinners are in dread. Trembling grips the impious. Who of us can live with the consuming fire? Who of us can live with the everlasting flames? He who practices virtue and speaks honestly. Who spurns what is gained by oppression brushing his hands free of contact with a bribe, stopping his ears lest he hear of bloodshed, closing his eyes lest he look on evil. He shall dwell on the heights. His stronghold shall be the rocky fastness, his food and drink in steady supply. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has worked wonders. His right hand and his holy arm have brought salvation. The Lord has made known his salvation, has shown his justice to the nations. He has remembered his truth 
and love for the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. Ring out your joy. Sing psalms to the Lord with the harp, with the sound of music, with trumpets, and the sound of the horn acclaim the King, the Lord. Let the sea and all within it thunder, the world and all its peoples. Let the rivers clap their hands and the hills ring out their joy. Rejoice at the presence of the Lord, for he comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice and the peoples with fairness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, you have revealed your justice to all nations. We stood condemned, and you came to be judged in our place. Send your saving power on us, and when you come in glory, bring your mercy to those for whom you were condemned. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. A reading from the Song of Songs. Deep waters cannot quench love, nor floods sweep it away. Were one to offer all he owns to purchase love, he would be roundly mocked. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My heart is ever pleading, show me your face. My My heart heart is is ever ever pleading, pleading, show me your face. I long to gaze upon you, Lord, show Show me me your face. face. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. My My heart heart is ever pleading, show me your face. Now this wise virgin has gone to Christ. Among the choirs of virgins, she is radiant as the sun in the heavens. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation, by by the the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
Now this wise virgin has gone to Christ. Among the choirs of virgins, she is radiant as the sun in the heavens. Christ is the spouse and crowning glory of virgins. Let us praise him with joy in our voices and pray to him with sincerity in our hearts. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Christ, the holy virgins loved you as their one true spouse. Grant that nothing may separate us from your love. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. You crowned Mary, your mother, queen of virgins. Through her intercession, let us continually serve you with pure hearts. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Your handmaids were always careful to love you with whole and undivided attention, that they might be holy in body and spirit. Through their intercession, grant that the lore of this passing world may not distract our attention from you. Jesus, Jesus, crown crown of virgins, hear us. Lord Jesus, you are the spouse whose coming was anticipated by the wise virgins. Grant that we may wait for you in hope and expectation. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Through the intercession of the saint and virgin we commemorate today, who was one of the wise and prudent virgins, grant us wisdom and innocence of life. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. We pattern our prayer on the prayer of Christ our Lord and say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who in your mercy led St. Clair to a love of poverty, grant, through her intercession, that, following Christ in poverty of spirit, we may merit to contemplate you one day in the heavenly kingdom. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.